welcome to the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. This is Eddie Host, creator of the podcast, episode 51. I know that I mentioned that I was going to have a conversation with Troy next, but I, I can't, I can never predict when I'm going to feel inspired to record a podcast. And I wanted to record a pretty brief one today. It sort of coincides with an article that I read uh, in the New York Times a few days ago, but uh, really quickly. Just finished watching the show Escape at Donna Mora. It's on Showtime. Uh, you can stream it or you can buy it on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend this show. It, it could be easily one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's basically, it's starring uh, Patricia Arquette, Benicio Del Toro, Ben Stiller directs it. It's the story. It's based on the true story of these two men that, uh, with the help of Patricia Arquette's character, are able to escape this jail in New York. And and then it ultimately it turns into this three-week manhunt uh, trying to find these two prisoners. It's it's brilliant. It's It's incredible television. I can't believe how amazing, I can't believe how amazing the show was. So I highly suggest it. And it's interesting. I was thinking about something. So um, we watched it. I'd say we didn't binge watch it. And I know the episodes came out once a week when Showtime um, presented the show for the first time. But I think I think I watched it like, I think I watched an episode every three or four days. And then ultimately, I watched the last two episodes in uh, one day after the other. And so I suggested the show to a friend of mine. And she watched the show. She watched episode one a couple days ago. She had a really interesting point. She she said something like, um, you know, I was going to watch another one, but I wanted to savor, I wanted to savor the show. And I, I found that really interesting. And I felt the same thing while I was watching um, Escape of Donna Mora. There's just become this need to ingest shows as quickly as possible, get through them as quickly as possible without actually living with them. And I even recorded a podcast about this probably like six, five months ago, six months ago when I started my podcast. Just this idea of the difference between now and the 90s is just, you know, you had to live with things uh, 20 years ago, whether it was news, whether it was television shows, you talked about it. There was there was that moment of being excited to uh for Thursday to come around so you could watch Cheers or Hill Street Blues or Family Ties. There were those moments of actually living with the characters and living with the emotions that came up while you watched the show. And so I thought of this idea of savoring. And I know I didn't watch every episode of Escape in Donna Mora uh, like one after the other. I know I didn't binge it, and I certainly didn't wait a whole week between each episode. But it was nice to watch an episode and just live with it for a few days and and think about it because it's such a powerful show. It's so well done. And I'm thinking to myself, why rush through it? And I, I, I think it's just this innate need in our culture to finish, to be first, to go get through it all. And that's why people are working and watching television at the same time. And I started thinking to myself, God, are people going to watch two shows at once? I mean, I know people watch two sports events often, like if two football games are going, people watch them at the same time. But gosh, we don't just 
enjoy something or just let it soak in and savor it. I realize that we want to find out what happens. I get it. But we want to get there so fast that I think to myself, what's the rush? And it's translating to every aspect of our lives. So my last point here, there's this really great article in the New York Times. It came out a few days ago. It's called The Great Race to Rule Streaming TV, and it's written by Jonah Weiner. And I just I want to read a couple paragraphs to you, and then I'll have a couple thoughts, and then I'll let you go. But it's really important here what, what, he's, what um, he's saying here. Um, the dominant force driving TV in the Netflix in the Netflix age is the same one driving social networks, video sharing platforms, and online publishers. The relentless pursuit and monetization of our attention. For media companies like AT&T, the real value of HBO-style prestige programming is not that it produces works of art, but that it offers a viable market alternative to all the gaming videos, makeup tutorials, and alt-right primers that millions of people spend millions of minutes watching on their phones every day. AT&T's chief executive has expressed his desire for 20-minute edits of Game of Thrones, a length more optimal for mobile viewing. In a similar vein, the Hollywood mogul Jeffrey Katzenberg is building a new streaming service named Quibi for quick bites devoted to lavishly financed big-name programming that will reportedly be delivered in phone-friendly 10-minute chunks. As the Netflix boss Reed Hastings put it in 2017, making a half-joke about bleary-eyed binge-watching that was no less dystopian for its tongue-in-cheek delivery, we actually compete with sleep, and we're winning. One big question is, what all of this means for us at home, fishing in the cushions for our remotes. If even a network as seemingly sacred as HBO can be pressured by corporate bosses to crank out more shows in order to, to, in order to better compete with smartphones, what new era are we entering? Wow. And, you know, I, I again, I don't want to say I, I told you so five months ago. I'm sure a lot of us have thought this way, but... I recorded a podcast very at the very beginning when I started recording. I talked about Netflix, and I don't think Netflix is really creating great content. They're about quantity, not quality. Now, of course, a few shows come through, like When They See Us or House of Cards, where it is clearly high-quality programming, but they have so much time, so much space to fill. They have so much content that they need to purchase and buy to fill up this space. And they know that people are addicted to their phones. They know that they literally have like five minutes to grab somebody's attention, which is why I think they're not really concerned about good storylines, good plot, good character development, patience. There's not a weak... You don't have that week incubation period where you watch an episode and then you wait a week for the next one to come out. They realize that 
they need to keep pumping this stuff out as quickly as possible to get your attention, to keep your attention, to keep you hooked. They don't want you to wait three or four days to watch the next episode. They want you to watch it right away, which is why I think the old cliffhanger plot twist, which, you know, of course has been around for, I'm sure, hundreds of years when it comes to storytelling. I think they're relying on that more than anything. That little plot twist at the last two minutes of the show, that is more important than any other aspect of a show on Netflix. And what's scary is, and based on this article, all the other networks, the HBOs, the Showtimes, they are going to start altering their content too. And I I, I wonder if HBO and uh, Showtime, if they're going to start making it where the whole season just comes out at once. Because sadly, that's just where it's shifting now. People don't want to hang out and watch one episode every five days. People don't want to take it all in and slow down. It's It's a mad rush. Twitter, Netflix, Instagram, it is creating a mad rush to the finish line. And no wonder nobody knows how to absorb any emotions or feelings or live with anything because it's it's the next best thing. You got to move on. You have to keep moving as quickly as possible. And technology is perpetuating that process. I guess for today's lesson, I'm thinking, <laughs> here I am offering lessons. First of all, watch Escape at Danamora, but try watching one episode and then give it a break for a few days. Feel the need or the desire to want to get back to it. Or, or think about how exciting it'll be once three days passes and you're able to watch it again. That way you can actually think about it and, and, and live with the show for a little while. Or whatever show that you're watching right now, your favorite show, don't binge watch it. Savor it. Savor the episode for like three days. You don't have to wait a week. Just wait, wait two days. Just give it a try. I, I think it's great practice to just slow down and not feel as though you have to finish it right now as quickly as possible. And then what's happening is that people are working and watching shows at the same time and they're on their phones while watching the show and texting and checking email. So Netflix, knowing that people are watching Netflix while doing like five things at once, do you really think they're concerned with interesting plot or interesting character development? No, they, they want that, that cliffhanger, that shocking plot twist at the end of the last minute of the episode that is enough to make you feel like you know what's happening, and also it's enough to make you want to watch the next episode. So anyway, that's today's episode, this art of savoring, living with the episode, living with whatever you're doing. Instead of just binge-watching, binge-watching through life, you're, you're, you're moving on, you're worried about the end result, but you're not enjoying and absorbing the process. It sounds cliche, but I, I have to say, part of the reason why I really enjoyed watching Escape to Donna was, I actually, it was only seven episodes, but I, it was like a two-and-a-half-week process which was awesome. It was nice to have a show that I wanted to go to for two and a half weeks that I was excited to watch. So that's it. Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral. Always remember, head over to iTunes, write a review. That stuff helps. It gets the show seen or listened to by more people. Uh, Suggest it to friends. 
And I'll be back very soon. Again, thank you so much. The Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral. Mm -hmm.